Welcome, library lovers, to Using Our Library Voices, a podcast that represents just another way that Harris County Public Libraries provide information and resources to enrich lives and strengthen communities through innovative programs and services, both within and beyond our walls. Hello, I am Leif Steenson, one of the four mobile outreach librarians working within our library system. We are mostly focused on the Beyond Our Walls section of the previously mentioned community, bringing our programming to non-library spaces like community centers. So, it's been an incredibly hot July so far. So, in celebration, we have a scorcher of an episode for you. First, Jennifer Nonlal from the High Meadows Branch Library interviews Jessica from Books Alive, a theater organization that adapts beloved children's books into original, fully staged musicals, and is performing at many of our library branches throughout the summer. Next, Jennifer Finch from the Spring Branch Memorial Branch Library interviews Matthew Buer from Just Add Beats an organization that helps youth across the country learn about all things audio. From how to use audio engineering equipment to how to make their own podcasts. Last, collection development librarian Darcy Cassavant talks to Amber Seely, Division Director of Collections and Technical Services, or CATS for short, about what their department does and their crucial role in providing our libraries the physical and digital material we check out and love every day. But first, a word from Jennifer Finch about Comic Palooza. Hello, are you going to Comic Palooza? Because Gabbing with the Librarians will be recording live on Saturday, July 15th at 4:30 p.m. Head to room 340 in the George R. Brown to participate in the discussion on fan fiction's influence on pop culture. Need some downtime from the noise and excitement? Then join us at our recharge station to read, craft, and yes, recharge your devices on the third floor. See you there! Hello, my name is Jennifer and I am the Senior Adult Program Specialist here at the High Meadows Branch Library and I'm joined with Jessica Rock with Books Alive. Hi Jessica, um, I would just like to ask you to introduce yourself, your organization, and what you guys do. Yes, thank you so much. So we actually partner with ArtReach and we are Books Alive and we travel into schools, libraries, turning a children's musical or, sorry, a children's book into a mini musical and it brings literacy through the arts. And it's so great. We just had a performance here at the High Meadows Branch and they brought that book to life. It was really, really fun. <laughs> Um, just run us through a little bit about the process of transforming a book into a big stage performance like you just did. Okay, so first we start by reading the book um, with our writing team and then they start brainstorming and it's about a year-long process mm -hmm. of turning a children's book into a mini musical <laughs> because they write a script, they have mm -hmm. to get author uh, um, rights from the authors mm -hmm. to make sure that we have permission to do yeah. that and then um, once we actually have our script and we have a lyricist and composer that yeah. works 
works yeah. and creates the songs. And then we start coming up with set ideas <laughs> and characters. And then we put it all into practice. And once we actually have the script, yeah. then we put it with our team. And our team takes... We just took two weeks and we got it on its feet oh my and we start rehearsing and then we get to go and travel into schools and mm -hmm. libraries and hospitals and all around yeah. the city. So we love oh, it. Oh man, it's so great. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, um, our kids loved it. They were just in awe while you guys were performing. So it was a really great performance. Um, you're going to be hanging around with Harris County Public Library this summer. We are, yes. yes. We're touring several libraries. Mm -hmm. And a few of you uh, may have seen us earlier mm -hmm. in the spring. We did Tacky the Penguin. Oh, yes. yes another yes, yes. Helen Lester mm -hmm. title. This is also a Helen Lester title. Mm -hmm. And we'll be traveling around the summer, different yes. <laughs> uh, libraries. And so you'll get to pop in and see us, hopefully. Yes. You can check out our website at www.hcpl.net for more info on all the events. Before before I let you go, is there anyone that you'd like to thank as far as like sponsors and production companies that help you guys get oh, this Oh yes, going? I mean we could not do this without the yeah. Texas Commission um, mm -hmm. on the Arts, the National Endowment for mm -hmm. the Arts, and we just get sponsors sometimes from HEB, there mm -hmm. are so many people, and then of course we partner with ArtReach yeah. to be able to come and yeah. perform. So thank you for allowing yes. us <laughs> and bringing us in, and um, we hope that you will keep us for years to come. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Hello, this is Jennifer with Matthew Bjorg from Just Add Beats at the Spring Branch Memorial Library. Thank you for doing this interview. So glad to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about Just Add Beats and its purpose? Okay, so overall uh, what we're doing is teaching kids about content creation as well as an intro to audio engineering. So that includes things like sound design for, say, video games or streaming or, say, maybe they wanted to get into doing podcasting or doing uh, sound design for their own YouTube videos or something along those lines, as well as being able to create their own music. Thank you. That sounds really awesome. What other organizations do you work with? So we're an official vendor for HISD. We have worked in several schools as well as helped them build up their own studio equipment in those schools to allow the kids to use them in other activities so we support their theater classes support pretty much all of their stem classes by providing them with that equipment i know that at least the theater kids probably really appreciate it so are you able to share any future plans for your organization uh really we plan to extend what we're doing into kind of what you would consider maybe i don't really know how to put it best but maybe a continued education course where we're focusing more on the graduated students and adults as they get out of the program, get out of high school, putting them in jobs, running live sound for different venues around the city or going on tour with artists and acting as support for either local, regional, or even higher up national artists. So that's kind of where we plan to go from here. That sounds amazing and a great opportunity for a lot of kids in the Houston area. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you. My name is Darcy Cassavant and I'm a collection development librarian and I'm speaking with our division director to tell you a little bit about what CATS does. So hi Amber. 
Hi, Darcy. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So you, can you tell us what CATS is? Sure. So CATS stands for Collections and Technical Services. And we are the people who <laughs> pick out the books, order them, uh, get them from the vendor, pay for them. Uh, we catalog and process them, meaning we decide where they're going to sit on the shelf and what labels they're going to have on them. Um, and we also uh, have delivery and then we have our circulation services department. They help you out when you're having trouble checking them out. Um, and they also uh, are in charge of our ILL department if we don't have something that a customer wants. So we're basically um, kind of the, the library materials people from the point of choosing them all the way until they hit your shelves and then we support you afterwards. And where is the department located for the most part? So we're located in the admin building, uh, which is uh, what South Loop 610. <laughs> and OK, so we do all those things. Can you kind of break down um, all the kind of departments within this division? Sure, yeah, so um, so collection development, they're the ones that um, pick out the books, among other things. Um, and when they decide that they want books, they send them to acquisitions to be ordered. They place the orders um, and receive the orders. They're, they're split into two, but they're both under acquisitions. Um, they place the orders and then they receive the orders. And then once the, um, the materials are in-house, then they go through cataloging and then processing, and then they go over to delivery. Um, and, and then, as I said earlier, uh, circulation services and ILL help support uh, you in circulating the books after uh, they've been delivered. And so can you, you've kind of touched on it, but can you kind of explain how when someone walks into a library, because we're kind of in the background, how do they, how are they best served by us since we do customer service in a different way? Sure, so we try to learn a lot about the community and keep our pulse on what's going on, uh, finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world. Um, so we're trying to pick out a wide variety of books that would be um, interesting or useful to all different kinds of people in our community. Um, we're trying to cover as many bases as we possibly can. We know that everybody doesn't want to read every book, but we try to have a book for everybody. Um, and um, that's a lot if you think about it. You know, each location that we have uh, has a different local community uh, comprised of different, you know, folks, and it needs uh, a slightly different um, collection or may want more of one thing and less of another thing and, and that sort of thing. So, um, so we serve in that way. We also um, serve by trying to set books uh, on the shelf, cataloging and processing uh, next to other books that are similar to them so that when somebody's browsing the shelves, they're able to find what they want. If they get to one thing they like, hopefully they're standing right next to a couple of other things um, that they like. And all of that takes um, a lot of thought work um, and time and effort to to get those sorts of things done. And of course, we do more than just the book, the physical book on the shelf. So can you describe some of the electronic things or things that people can access immediately through our website? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we have a huge uh, digital library in the sense of you think as a normal library in OverDrive. So you want to download your Libby app and um, and check out books in OverDrive. We have uh, one of the largest collections uh, in the United States in, in OverDrive. Um, we've our collection development department uh, does a lot of work to try to make sure that that collection is really full and really accessible. Um, we've also got um, two different streaming services. We've got Freegal for Music and we've got Canopy for Movies. Um, and then we've got a whole bunch of research databases. So these are the, um, the databases where you're going to go in and you're going to look for you know, articles on, on specific things, scholarly articles, or you can look at your car repair manuals in there. Um, we've got an online encyclopedia. We have all kinds of um, different uh, options available online. Um, and of course, people can sign up for um, the digital I know card um, right off of our website, um, or they can put in their phone number in the Libby app and sign up for a library card that way uh, without ever having to come into the building. That's so cool. I mean, we love to see everybody in any way we can get them. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and yes we're awesome but what kind of <laughs> what kind of makes us like super awesome what are the things that we do that that's sparkly that people might not think of us doing <laughs> sparkly things um so some of the fun things i mean you know, collection development, we went out to Katie the other uh, week and helped them move all of their books around in their JPEG section, um, you know, at their at their request to make it look uh, like really pretty and ready for SRP. Um, you know, sometimes we can go in and help you uh, decide maybe what doesn't need to be there anymore. Um, one of my favorite things to do is um, is whenever we're opening, uh, reopening a building after it's been damaged or um, opening a new place is to put together the, the very first collection that's going to go there. You know, you're envisioning a thing from scratch in an empty building and putting it in there. That's um, I think that that's a really cool thing that we do. Um, we also do less sparkly things, but equally useful things like um, one of Darcy's particular things is um, she is the merger of the accounts. <laughs> um, so if somebody manages to get two overdrive accounts, uh, she is the one that is fixing that um, for you. I sure do. <laughs> yep. um, I also love, you know, collection development wise, um, we uh, do curations in overdrive, and I think a lot of us think that's super fun uh, to bring together um, books on any kind of a topic in any kind of a way to try to help make the collection more visible because because you can't walk through the stacks and just browse it. Um, I know that uh, cataloging is super excited because they are getting ready to redo the way that we catalog graphic novels to make it more like what you would find in a bookstore and more like what honestly I think uh, most of y'all at the branches are already doing. Um, so that's a really exciting project that we have going on. Um, we're also, um, you know, circulation has been um, um, a cog in the machinery behind these enhanced library cards that um, that have been a major new initiative that's been going out. Um, so we've got our, our fingers in a lot of pies. <laughs> so having living in this department 
and knowing all the parts and knowing people and getting a chance to go to branches and meet people. <laughs> people don't realize all the stuff we do to when you walk into a branch library and see or come to our website and see the things that we offer. So I think we do a pretty good job. I do too. I mean, you know, if we're going to pat ourselves on the back here, I mean, essentially, if you've got a book and it's on the shelf, it's because it's because we did something. Every single book that's on your shelf, we did something for every single electronic resource that you're accessing. We had to do something for um, there's a lot of work behind the scenes, too, um, that I didn't really go into. But, you know, with like purchasing and acquisitions, you know, there's um, you know, we say, well, we pick out the book and we buy it. Well, we don't just submit a cart on Amazon. You know, um, we have to um, we have to do the full county purchasing system. We have to send a request downtown to spend the money and then we have to wait for it to be approved, like, you know, by several different people. And then we can submit the order to the vendor and then the vendor either has it or they don't. And then do we need to order extra copies because they couldn't get enough copies or do we need to send it to a different vendor so we can get more copies of it? There's a lot of, of movement that's going on um, in the background that you luckily never have to see. <laughs> so customers just know that we're there for you. You may not see us, but we are there to bring you wonderful things and also the staff that's at every library that you meet and know that um, we're supporting them to help everybody's interaction to be awesome. So thank you, Amber. Is there anything else that Actually, we need to say? Yes, you may oh. think something else that was that I think is that is useful. One thing I think that's important to know is because we're doing all those things with purchasing that, you know, sometimes we don't have the book on the very first day that it uh, that it comes out. I promise you we're trying to get it for you as quickly as we can. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of times if you're interested in digital books, we are able to get it closer to the first day um, on 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 the Libby app in our overdrive collection. Um, we also run into things like, um, you know, some of the books that you're able to get for your Kindle, um, they won't sell to us. Um, so sometimes if we don't have a book that you want, um, you know, submit a request for it and we will absolutely look for it. Um, sometimes we won't be able to get it just because of the way the publishing market is uh, working, but we are certainly trying to uh, get you anything and everything that you're interested in reading. Um, and I have a friend who always says, if you're interested in it, then there's somebody else in these 2 million people that we're serving that is also interested in it. So. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, one of our departments is interlibrary loan. So if if we can't order it, if we don't have it, then you can ask a staff member where you're going to see, can we get this book to you? Because we will do everything we can to put it in your hands, just either digitally or print or 
physically or something. <laughs> That's also a wonderful resource if you are trying to use us for research. So, you know, we are your local public library. Um, we don't have huge giant buildings and we're not keeping books as they're getting really, really old because we don't have the facilities to store them. But there are research libraries out there that are doing that and that is exactly what ILL is for. So if you need to get that research book, um, we can get it for you. It's not necessarily going to be in the shelf when you walk into our library, but we can absolutely lay our hands on it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Using Our Library Voices. If you enjoyed this episode, we welcome you to subscribe to the Using Our Library Voices podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast streaming platform. Oh, and just a heads up, our podcast is taking a siesta for the month of August, but we will be back with a brand new full episode in September. In the meantime, don't forget, we are still right in the middle of our yearly summer reading program. We have wonderful programs for all ages at all of our library branches throughout the summer. And it's not too late to sign up and log all the books you're reading this summer at hcpl.beanstack.org and earn points that can be exchanged for prizes. In fact, if you log 100 points by July 31st, you can enter to win four Houston Astros tickets. Though, don't forget, we have some pretty cool beach balls too. For more information about the summer reading program, as well as any of the other books and resources mentioned in this episode, contact your local library or visit us at www.hcpl.net. This podcast was produced by Beth Cripple, edited by Christian Ornelas, hosted by Leif Steenson, and featured the voices of Jennifer Nonlal, Jessica Rack, Jennifer Finch, Matthew Buer, Darcy Casavant, Amber Seeley, and Leif Steenson. <laughs>